you know, Vince gave me another one of these doggone quizzes, these, uh, you know, like Immaculate Inning, a movie one called Cinna Square. I mean, these doggone quizzes are on the computer everywhere. What's going on? I can't believe it. I guess we just got to do one today. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Saturday morning. It's time for the bro show. Wow. I hope everyone's had their cereal and watched cartoons because here it is. Mm-hmm. This is the bro show. My name's Jerry. My name's John. And uh, we've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. what, what season is this? God, I don't even <sighs> want to think. We're all set for a brand new show. We've got Four exciting things we're going to talk about today. I cannot disclose them at this time. That would be a spoiler. So, mm. John, uh, hey, uh, any ideas about the full moon? I'm a little worried about it. Well, you know, you know we what? Keep... I was listening, I was listening yeah. to the producer today, and he, and he said to me, don't forget, 22 days. Okay, so from the day this show drops it will be 22 days until the next full moon and i believe that's on the 25th of march that's so give give the day too that helps that that helps me at least yeah you don't want to be on an airplane when that happens when that hits that's right i'll be back from florida that'd be bad okay yeah so so in any case uh yeah and this is the season of the werewolf that's why we as a public service we announce when the next full moon is so that if you are a werewolf you can get yourself provisioned, locked up. You know? Good idea. And if you're not in a good sense to stay indoors once the sun goes down. Mm. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm so talking true. about. Yes. Mm. Okay. So, wow. People can subscribe, by the way. John, I don't know if you knew this, but they can just sign up and they'll be notified every Saturday morning when the show drops. That's hey. Painless, it's quick, it's easy, it's gentle, it's free. Once a week, you get notified by email. The show's ready for you to listen to. You hit a button and you're there. Couldn't be easier. And you know know they kind of, well, they go to, uh, you know what, I've got a www.bro.show. I had to misread what was on my shirt, but that's yeah. okay. Because yeah. the shirt was different than that. Let's talk uh, about the shirt. Let's talk about well, the shirt. That's a good point, but I just want to mention that, you know, there, and we consistently put, usually the time is mid-morning on Saturday, just to kind of give, kind of lock it in. Okay, we got a shirt. How about you? What, what kind of shirt you got? Well, I got the one with the bear driving a car wearing sunglasses. Oh, very, very good. I hope he has a driver's yeah. license. Yes, it's one of them baseball shirts. Yes, it was a uh, that was a very good uh, season. Mm. Had a lot of fun with that bear. We did. We had a lot of fun with the bear. <laughs> hockey playing bear. bear. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. The Russian hockey playing bear. <laughs> you know his feet looked uncomfortable though, John. I have to tell you the truth. Yeah, I didn't. wasn't well. Didn't on like that. For sure. Didn't yeah, like but, that. Uh, you know, well, I think they gave know, him bad skates. I think they should have been made him custom made 
skates for for his feet. It's just one you know, thing that they could have helped him. Yeah, they should have, could have, would have, and you know, it's just a good thing we didn't have the sponsor we have now. Then, oh yeah, they would have pulled. They would have pulled would've. the sponsorship. Yeah. Well, hey, what are you wearing? They would. Uh, I got. I went retro. Uh, went for the original fist bump. Uh, show. Ooh. Uh, uh, protecting our way through cancer, age, and loss. The old black, the black one. Uh, it's oh, nice! Just a pleasure, nice. delight, and a true honor to be able to wear. <sighs> yeah, it's still in one piece. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's like eight-year-old T-shirt. Occasions. Yeah, that that's precious. Okay, dude. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that sponsor I mentioned a moment ago. You yeah, want to want to hit it? You want to hit why it? Why don't I? Why don't I? Uh, American Legal Defense Fund. Uh, and this organization's mission is to protect the lives and advance the interests of those critters through the legal system. And how do they do that? Well, these wonderful lawyers in this association file high impact lawsuits to protect the animals from harm. They provide legal assistance to other lawyers, help them prosecute those that are abusing animals, support tough legislation and offer an opportunity to get into the field of animal law with either students or, um, you know, the lawyers that have found the way and realized that they should stop change, chasing the ambulance and go help animals. And most of all, they have got swag. Oh, do they ever. They've got some great stuff. Uh, beautiful stuff, in fact. I've got one of their T-shirts. You should get one of their T-shirts. All God's children <sighs> should get one of them T-shirts. They are fine T-shirts, and you can find the links to where you can donate to the uh, Animal Legal Defense Fund dot org or ALDF dot org, and all the stuffs at the bottom of our show notes that you got mm-hmm. in your email if you subscribe, like a good non-active listener. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all types out there. We do. We have active non-listeners too. <laughs> <laughs> People that it's want amazing. to know what we're going to do. This, people that want to know what the show is going to be yeah. on, but don't listen. And want to critique it and have <laughs> yeah. and get have it, get in our grill. It. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, they're 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 uh, in, a, in a category by themselves. Needless to say, I'm going to be nice sure. and not give oh, give them a name. Boy, you dodged a cow pie on that one. Oh man. <laughs> hey John, uh, it's my honor to say the following. We have a werewolf story. Do we have a werewolf story? We're, we've done several on movies, and we feel we just got to keep going on chronologically speaking. And we came up yeah. with one in the 50s. The name of this movie is I Was a Teenage Werewolf. Now, perhaps. <laughs> I love that title. Yeah, it was. It, it, and the thing is, it was a 1950s, and, we're, and it's, it's, it's a landmark movie that people don't really know about. It's a cult movie in many ways. This movie was made in 1957. It's considered an American teenage horror film, and it starred a person uh, that a lot of people know about, Michael Landon of Bonanza fame, and he plays a troubled teenager, and he's got a girlfriend, Yvonne Lyme, and you're probably saying, why do we even have to bring up the girlfriend? Well, guess what? She was going with Elvis Presley at the time, and you know yeah. what? Elvis went, to the, went, went on the set, it got into the newspaper, and let's face it, that's publicity, and that makes yeah. her noteworthy. In addition, there was a, uh, a well-known character actor who you wouldn't know by name, but he had a great name. I love to say it, Whit Bissell. Whit Bissell. He played a mad psychologist. Um, yeah. And you know, yeah, and he was over. 
I looked him up. He played in over 300 different TV shows and movies. So this guy was got around and was always employed. So this is the first of four of these, of what are called uh, teenage monster movies. Uh, this was followed up with a uh, Frankenstein movie. Then they had a Dracula one. Then they brought it all together in another one, a final one called uh, uh, How to Make a, a, a Monster. So uh, <laughs> I think when you take... When you take a look at all of this, this is such a natural thing to happen in the 50s. Because in the 50s, we had these rebellious teenagers, and we demonstrated that in movies such as Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean, Marlon Brando, and The Wild Ones. And then we moved on to have a bunch of them together in Blackboard Jungle in the classroom. And sure enough, what was the theme song of that? Rock Around the Clock with Bill Haley. So we got the music involved. That was was something. So it's a natural. We go from Rebel to rock, to the monster. And, and so what we have to have is we have to have a, a, a movie with, with a, a monster and a teenage movie, which were very popular in the day. And also we have to have a rock and roll song. Yes. Where, where, know, where they, this is, here's, here's how they do it. They, they put it on a record, and mysteriously there's no vocal tracks to the record. And so a couple of the guys or gals there at the party sing it, and everybody stands around and kind of dances in place and snaps their fingers and and you know the girls swirl their pleated plaid uh, and they make it look live by having the guy play the bongo drums too that that helps Uh, worst bongo drummer in the world you know what they missed an opportunity if elvis was on the damn set why didn't they just have him get up there and do something what the heck yeah look at it well you know what they uh, did they did all right with the movie and i think partially because they had the elvis uh, aura around it you know they what it cost to make this movie john hundred and fifty thousand dollars and i'll tell you wow I what they made the money was, uh, and they made about over two million dollars when there's a time that's the, a lot hit the hit, hit the movie theaters slash drive-ins because this was a definitely a drive-in movie oh my god uh, yeah so yeah so <laughs> that, that was real good and i mean i you know i don't want to go through all the details but it had a couple of interesting things in the plot i mean it's it's a typical thing or the science, you know, the, the kid uh, gets in trouble to start out with Michael Lynn, goes to a mad psychologist who figures, he, oh, this is a good guy to experiment on. Before you know it, <laughs> he's got him uh, being a, a werewolf and he, he bounces around the campus and in the forest and he kills a couple of people. The police uh, find out who it is. And, and you know, that's 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 about it. I, and, you know, it's wow. Uh, what a summary. Uh, yeah. Well, I just kind of keep it get, get to the uh, to the every yeah. other word. That's what I decided to is that it that was, that was, <laughs> yeah, it was. was. okay all right <laughs> well uh, let me let me flesh out a couple things yeah flesh that out a little bit yeah they're very funny about this movie um uh, one of them is you know just this was the height of the baby boom right we had kids yeah. coming out of our ears at this point yeah uh true 10 11 years old and what have you and they're they were evidently disposable uh so you could experiment on them at will uh, right. And it, here's the guys. Why would a guy experiment on a kid and turn him into a werewolf? Why would he do that? Here's why, John. You won't believe this. He <sighs> did it. Yeah, he did it because he felt that our society was changing too quickly, was getting out of control, was losing its moral center. And we needed to go back to primitive man and start over. Okay. Wow. 
But you know, but it, it, it's just like any, any other mad scientist. You, people may think I'm making this up, but I'm no, not. You're That's not. almost right out of the movie, isn't it? It is. I agree. The problem is that this scientist kind of made a few missteps. You know, you, you know, you, you subject to error, and all of a sudden his idea just kind of didn't quite work out the way he wanted to. He got the old caveman type guy, except with a little more, few more attributes. Is what it boils down to. Oh yeah. And, now what, let's talk about those attributes for a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the the big the big part of these movies when John and I were kids watching these movies and we did watch them was the oh, yes. transformation. We rated the yes. transformations, and uh, the real transformations, the really good ones, were the ones where they could do them while there was some action going on. But those are very hard to do, and you didn't get those right. until later. But in the beginning, they had to have the wolf guy stationary so they right. could change his makeup, start the camera again, change the makeup, start the stop action, basically. Here's uh, my, you asked me to critique the wolf part of this, and here's my critique. The teeth were terrible. That yeah, was, this guy needed to go to The teeth were terrible. Yeah, he, they were crooked. Number one, John, <laughs> they were crooked. I mean, come on. Can't you get this right? Michael Landon yeah. had perfect teeth. But no, the, the his character as a wolf had they were off they were askew to the side. Number one, right. number two, and this is very disturbing. They moved a little bit. <laughs> he crawled. <laughs> Wait a minute, was he wearing dentures? Uh, these weren't real, John. I know that surprises you, but they weren't they weren't real. They weren't real. <laughs> so they moved a little bit, and here's the really terrible part about it. When he really got upset and growled, his lips would go back, and you could kind of see the gum line where, where the teeth started, where the fake teeth started. You're not going to give this transformation a very good grade, are you? I'm giving it a really good grade for ridiculously funny and entertaining. <laughs> well, I, I felt that uh, another part of this that was interesting. It's the second time the, the wolfman gets out. He's in the school. And he is going around the corner before he becomes a werewolf. He's watching a gymnast, and this lady that was uh, the girl that was on the gym, uh, on the uh, the bars, the high bars or whatever they're called. Parallel she was bars, making yeah. a parallel bars made this very uh, provocative uh, pose on him, and he's watching, 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 and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he hears bell a, goes a school off. bell. And so we have a werewolf that has both. Uh, he's a voyeur, and he also has a cute sense of hearing. So I thought that was kind PTSD. Of way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he turns into a werewolf, and then he goes after the girl, who it turns out a couple of years later was a playmate of the of the month, right? Not a couple, a couple of months later. I mean, this was great publicity. Oh, oh. yeah. Her name is Dawn Richards. If you maybe went to somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm sure nobody wants to go and look her up and see what she looks like. People, but some of the listeners may not know what a playmate is or anything, but we're not going to get into that. Sorry. Oh, boy. Look it up, right? Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of good uh, uh, trivia in this. And I, I, the, the thing that a couple of different things to know, there's, the character actors are incredible. I mean, the father, again, we, we can mention names, but uh, just to let you know, Malcolm, and I will, Malcolm Atterbury was good. And we've got, then I mentioned with Bissell. You got the, the the police guy was good too, Bear, uh, Barney Phillips, who uh, later Dragnet. went on to be Dragnet, and uh, best of all to me uh, was you know there was uh, the fact is that we have a person in the movie that played a policeman who later goes on to greater fame, Guy Williams, 
who was oh. Zorro yeah. in this movie. All good. Yep. So yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, and you know, if you want to see this movie, it's only an hour and fifteen minutes long. It's a little slow at the beginning, but it picks up. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I give it a thumbs up myself. Um, okay. But, yeah. All good. We have a word, John. We have a word. Ooh, we do have a word, and our word is savant. S a v a n t. And that happens to be a person of profound or extensive learning and a learned scholar. And I actually think it could be a person who's just obsessed with something that just they're, they spend their life in a, uh, you know, involved in a certain subject that, you know, like a sport, maybe like baseball is a possibility. Um, so, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you sneaking yourself into the word today? No, I, I was trying to sneak the Society for American Baseball Research, but it didn't quite work. No, you weren't. No, you didn't. That was you. That was you. Okay. You think you're a savant. Okay. All right. Keep I don't. Going. That's all right. Savants, and I am not one. Um, okay. Example. Street view snapshot savant. Gavin Atak is one of the best in the world of finding a location with only a Google image and is competing in the GeoGuessr American Regional Finals. We ran into wow. this as we decided to do a show about a certain type of quiz that's out there on the internet, and it has to do with geography. It happened over the last week that I ran into a, a, a computer game uh, called GeoGuessr, G-E-O, G-U-E-S-S-R, that means the last E is out of it, so it's GeoGuessr. And, and what I did is I noticed that, as I mentioned in the two takes, read this article about a fella who had this capability of doing it. I really thought at that time, wow, I guess that's just a, a, a few select people doing it. But I later found out that it's no. more than that. Here's the way it works. A person is shown a picture and then asked to identify, identify the location of that picture. And that could be uh, what you've got to do is basically place a, 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 a dot, a pin, I guess, pin on a, on a, on a map. And then you get a, you get a score. There's different, and, and this has been developed into a computer game called GeoGuessr, oh. and that, where, where do the, they get the pictures? Where do they get the images? They, well, they get the pictures from Google Maps, I guess, is what it is. Google Earth. So, I think it's Google, Google, Google Earth, Earth right. Yeah. yeah, it is Google Earth, not Google Maps. That's where they get the pictures. So mm -hmm. I, I always like to point out that when it comes to making these games, the, the, the answers are out there. All you got to do is figure out the questions. And that's exactly the way this works. You, so you got a bunch of answers. Now you got to figure a way to come up with questions and also make the game so a lot of people can play it. So we have different levels of difficulty that you uh, you use in the game by giving partial credit, or yep. maybe there's more than one answer: easy answers, hard answers, you name it. So that's the important thing. And this this just struck it rich when it came to, to making it. The origin oh, yeah. of this game goes back to. Uh, 2013, when I, when I, it, it, and here's how simple it is. A guy who, uh, a, a software engineer, takes a look at all these, these images and says, well, you know what? I think I can make an app that is going to ask the, you know, we'll bring up a picture and say, what is the location? And then get a person then, and then go through the steps. He asks for some feedback. And before you know it, with this humble start, he's developed GeoGuessr. And I'll tell you, this guy's taken it to the damn bank. I mean, he's done very, very well. He registered the game, maintained a relatively, it remained a pretty small group doing it, but a couple things happened. We've got social media and we got COVID. 
COVID yeah. brought forth a lot of people staying inside, getting on the computer, twiddling their thumbs, thinking what they're going to do. And this is the kind of stuff they ended up doing. So right now, it has grown to 50 million registered players. What? And more than 150 what? million. 50 million? Yeah. And when I said he's taking it to the bank, this yeah. is a paid subscription game. You pay a couple, three bucks a month or maybe $30 a year. I was able to find a very limited uh, free version and gave me an opportunity to just see how it works. And it, it's a slick game. You, you might learn how to do it, but how successful you are. But I also learned that even an idiot, a uh, geographical idiot like myself, is going to get a fair amount of partial credit. I played a U.S. only, so it's the map of the United States. Yeah. It shows a picture, and and I was able to, out of the 25,000 points, I got about 3,000. And boy, I'll tell you, sometimes I was as much as 750,000 miles away from my from the location. Wow. But, but they're, oh, they're, sounds, they're lenient, like lenient partial credit. Lenient. Yeah. Hey, you know... Tell me, pick one guy. There's a lot of guys kind of famous about this. A couple of guys that have a reputation. What's the most famous GeoGuessr guy? Well, I think the one that I like the best is a fellow by the name of Randy Rainbolt. Oh, not Randy. Uh, it's actually his name is Trevor, Trevor Rainbolt. Now, this fellow, he's an American uh, personality, very, very intense player. And he and what these guys do is they, they give you clues of this or that. And so there's a lot of of these uh, expert players out there. But this guy, what he decided to do was he showed himself playing a very intense style involving some challenges, uh, self-imposed. So he would show how his idea of doing a trick was to, to be able to come up with the answer with a blurred image or maybe one that shows the picture just for a split second. But so wow. that's, that's what he did. And so he, he trained during the pandemic and I think the best one of these tricks that he did is there was a picture of a a ditch beside a highway with a little bit of soil and grass in it. And he picked, oh, that's New Zealand. <laughs> I, I don't know how this wow. does it. So he got, he has this notoriety. And I'll tell you. <laughs> well, when he, you say he, he trained, how, how long, what, how did he train? Well, he does up to 12, about 12 hours a day. What? And rumor has it. Now, this is just a rumor. That he dreams in Street View, the image, and he smells the locations while he's dreaming. What do you think? John, you made that up. That's what I think. You made that up. God. Well, first thing is, I mentioned it's a rumor, and rumors only start if somebody, somebody's got to start a rumor. And guess what? You started, I just started those rumors it. just now. I just started it. It's, it's a breaking news rumor. That's what it is. Okay. Jesus. Breaking wind. That's not breaking news. <laughs> now, so. One of the, so there's a variety of things that'll help you uh, do this to, to get this game down. And some of the uh, things that will help you do it is when you can interpret a location, looking at road signs, you can be looking at a relative position of the sun that kind of helps you with respect to the, the hemisphere. And you get the flora, the trees, soil types. And there's another thing, I and you can help me with this one. There's a thing called diacritics. Uh, maybe Diacritical kind of, marks. Yeah, what, what are yeah. those kind of marks? Diagrams yeah, marks. what happens is uh, uh, people have different alphabets, for lack of a better word, different yeah, ways like of depicting the sounds that their their languages make. And so in order to depict these, rather than typing a bunch of consonants, they just put a diacritical mark above a consonant. Right, you know, like and I guess C Russian, or an S. Russian would be, would be a good language. It probably has some of that. They use, they use different letters entirely with Cyrillic, okay. uh, Serbians well, and Russians. Yeah, That's good. 
because that's yeah. another distinctive thing that you can yeah. use. These but, things can help you. These things can help you. Huge. But here's the thing. When you say, well, why are they practicing for 12 hours? Because there is a, a, a once you kind of get the skill set with these other things, you can be looking at photos and all of a sudden you 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 guess and you say you, you can critique yourself, critique yourself to the point that you can become a better player. Now, Trevor Rainbolt has taken it one step further. Wow. He has decided that he is he's made enough money that he can doesn't have to work. So he's been traveling around the world and he decided that he was going to come up with this idea of going to one country per month. And he started by going Whoa. to Germany. And by the time he started this in 2022, but the problem is that right now it appears that he's stuck in Bangkok. I don't know why. John, you made that up too. You made <laughs> no, that I up didn't. too. You did. You had to. He is. He, he's stuck found something in Bangkok. That he, he, he. I don't know why he's in Bangkok, Thailand, and got stuck there. But he's apparently, uh, for a variety of reasons, which I, I believe me, I'm not going to try to spread spread a rumor and. Say you are spreading him. a rumor right now. You're spreading a rumor right now. People don't hey. listen to my brother. He's lying. He's lying, and I don't know I'll why. Tell, okay, 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 okay. I'm not lying. I'm just again. I'm well. I guess I just told another lie. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. But this. Can we, but the whole idea, uh, how business savvy this whole thing is. They bought another uh, map quiz, uh, a map quiz uh, game called Satera, which is a lot easier. What it, it basically does is this one. Puts a map up and and it has little dots on it, various places. So I played this one. Uh, it's got about 400 different games. It has a baseball one on. It says locate where the baseball, Major League Baseball t- uh, teams are located. So it brings puts the Rockies up. You see a little dot in the middle of Colorado. You hit it. Got the first one correct. And so you had to get wow. 30 teams. So a perfect score would be 30. I didn't get one because I you got New York, which has got two teams. And that means you not only have to know that they're there, but these, the dots are pretty close. And you, mm. it's hard to say, well, which is which? You have to really know their location uh, in perspective, west or east of one versus the other. And the dots are so close that you might not have, and particularly on a, on a phone where the dots are going to be almost mel- melted together, you have difficulty just physically hitting the dot and hit the wrong one. I so got it, I'm making, John. I'm, I'm, John. I'm, make, I'm making a bad excuse for scoring poorly. That's all there is to it. Is but, that what it is? But here's you are, you're telling it. so many lies. This is going to be like a two-hour show. What's going no, on? No, you're going to edit that lies out. I know what you're going to do. Come on. Please. Lies, at uh, least take some okay. of them out. But not all of them. All right. And no, not all of them. All I can tell you is that what this does by having this game, and it's right there on the same website, it gets people interested. And before you know it, you're g- gathering, you're getting people to come in and get the idea of doing it. And before you know it, you got you got, uh, you got somebody playing GeoGuessr. So I played the game. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I, like I said, I didn't do too well. But um, it's easy to learn. And hey, if geography your thing and you, and you don't have a social life, uh, this will be a good <laughs> thing to keep you occupied. And also, you have to have a life to be staring at a screen for a long period of time. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's all. <laughs> you have some groaners, Mr. Funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here's my first groaner. These are brain teasers, by the way. That's what you got to think about. Despite okay. having only one letter, despite having only one letter, what begins with an E and ends with an E? What begins with an E and ends with an E, despite the fact it only has one letter? I'm <laughs> stumped. An envelope. 
That is perfect. What a, like what that one, a little huh? groaner. Yeah, that was good. Okay. I like that one. I mean, can I have another here, okay, sir? Here's one here. Yeah, you've got another one. This one, I, I think it's about the same difficulty, but we'll see. Why was there no, not a single in, individual on a boat full of passengers? Why was there not a single individual on a boat full of passengers? <laughs> this is bad. I don't know. Because <laughs> everybody was married. You got to listen carefully. You got to listen carefully. Yeah, you? you know what? I'm going to give you a break and just say my delivery wasn't so good on that last one. I kind of bounced around a little bit with the single. You, well, you did okay, bouncer. You did okay. <laughs> the second time, it, it was it was I recognized it as English. It was the di- it was the diacritical marks that threw you off. Yeah, it sure did. Okay, all right, dude. We've accomplished our mission.